Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? I might have one for you. Do you? Yeah, I have one for you. Okay. What do you think Steve's mom said to him the first time he peed his pants as a young man while he was sleeping? I have to buy new sheets because you got piss all over it. Oh, Steve. First one. Uh, we want to go short, serious, or fun. Uh, I, I think we should go. Let's go short. Let's, let's, let's just. You want to just throw all the serious ones out? No, no. I want to do the serious one next. But I want to. I want. Well, here's my one. thing. I, I don't because I don't want to shit on nobody's effort uh, that wrote. But, you know, a lot of the serious ones are the same tone. It's Trump. It's about you. It's about your pedantic ways. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me sum some of those up right now. Okay. Because I've been... I, I, so, so before you sum it up, are you saying you don't want to go through any of them? No, we can go through some of them. Right. But if you see if it's the same tone that you're right. saying, let me sum those up right now. Okay. And I, and I hope this makes some more sense to people. And you know, if it doesn't, you could keep writing me, but I ain't answering anymore because I'm done talking about this. First of all, the first thing I said is hold the media accountable. That doesn't mean Trump isn't who we know that he is. That doesn't mean that. It means that I believe that we are intellectually enough, intellectual enough, and that we deserve to have uh, to be treated as intelligent individuals, which means give us the facts. When I say that, it's because the way the news used to be presented. You were given facts, and then you had intelligent conversation with people, and then you made uh, uh, you made your decisions about things, and you moved things along. I've always said, just because I you I'm asking for the quote to be correct, 
doesn't mean that I'm trying to get that quote to change your mind or I think that that will make Trump look better. That was never the point. The point is we should be educated people. We should demand a higher bar for our news media. If you want to get social media and you just want opinions and you want to run around and spew someone else's opinion, that's fine with me. But at least have the opportunity to get the actual truth and work with that. Instead of believing that something that someone said is what you think. Because that isn't what you think. That's what someone else said, and now you have just repeated it. All I'm asking and asking for is for us to be a more intelligent community. I'm asking for us to debate and talk to people. When I say that, it's important because I am willing and I have spent countless hours on my phone texting people back and forth this. Uh, through this conversation. But what I haven't done well is experiencing people's hatred letters coming at me because they think that I'm trying to change the narrative when I'm trying to change our education. We deserve better. Stop Stop looking at it as that I'm trying to get Trump off. I'm not. We should hold every politician accountable. We should hold everybody that we, we... as people vote and put into office because it was our vote that put them into office so we should be able to hold them accountable. And if it wasn't our vote that put them into the office, then we deserve even more accountability for those people. We should demand it. I think that from now on, if I read one of those, we should just have Steve do a sound effect of a play button being pushed and we should just read play what you just said so you don't have to say, say it ever again just go and then just roll out roll that out every time but i'm just i don't understand how a higher accountability of of our news media is somehow wrong hey listen i let's park the car there because uh <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. I, I'm done. I'm, I hear I'm done. you. I hear you. I'm done. I've tried to explain this many different I got ways, you. I got and maybe you. I don't explain it the best way. No, no. Maybe some people just hear it different. Um, Ranjit Randua. Ranjit Randua. It's got to be Indian. Uh, groupie stories. If you got laid, if you got laid at the AVN Awards, what was the heyday of your groupie game? When did you feel it falling off? It ain't never falling off, sucker. <laughs> How did you deal with groupies when you were married? Uh, the same way I dealt with them when I was single. <laughs> um, listen, man. Um, like I said, I, 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 like I said on the one podcast episode, um, my prime, my most fuckable era uh, when I was on TV consistently every Saturday night is when I probably ran through the most uh, pussy. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm changing, man, a little bit. I mean, I talk about it more than I do it because um, I'm really starting to feel like as I get older, I'm smartening up, um, and I don't want to break my woman's heart no more. Uh, so, uh, you yeah. I might smell some pussy every now and then, <laughs> <laughs> but nothing goes inside of her, uh, just a whiff. I don't have to eat the apple pie. I just got to smell it. Um, I'm going to ask you this, and honestly, because I think this is more how I think about things. 
gets but, but, I'm sorry, Andy. Go I'm, go I'm go sorry. Go go Plus, karma, uh, karma is fucking with me a little bit. Let me tell you something, dude. I know I joked about it, but when me and Andy was in Pleasanton, me hearing that dude drill that bitch so viciously, uh, it was traumatic to me. Um, I'm joking, but I'm serious. Like how it would be trauma for a child to walk in and see a father plowing his mother. Even though I didn't see shit. I'm telling you, what I heard in that room traumatized me. Because I just went, imagine that's your woman. Nigga. <laughs> Somebody got to die. Somebody got to die. Um, so I don't want karma to bite me in the dick. Go ahead. Don't, don't, isn't it sometimes enough that, that they want you? I, I know this is going to sound, I don't know if, this, if I'm saying it right. I know what you mean. Did, did you, did, sometimes just being wanted is enough right. to give you that feeling like, I, I got You still it, got, got it. it. Yeah. I, I, to keep your relevance, to, to know that there's still some sexy in you. Right. You don't actually have to do, do it. Do it. <sighs> I, 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 it, it. When you're young, you have the energy and you have a mindset where you don't care of the uh, of the thoughts that's right. going on in the other person's mind right. or what's going on in maybe someone in your life's mind. Right. But when you get older, you don't want to you want your life to be a little bit easier in in that mental state. Right. And the idea that someone wants you sometimes. Now, now if she was super hot though. See, and that's when it gets confusing. <laughs> he sets the rules in opposition. Look, but don't touch. Touch, but don't taste. Taste, but don't swallow. That's what that is. Okay, I just want to let you know this, though, too. Because uh, you brought up about how you heard that. Oh, man. Oh, the quarterback is toast. It's two pieces of toast today. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wait till I put the jelly on it. <laughs> You better do that in the bathroom. Holy shit. Um, that's the first one for the emails yeah, for in a long time. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, around 6.30 this morning, Uh-oh. I was woken up by pleasant sounds of a woman enjoying herself so much. She was masturbating? No, she was getting fucked. I, mean, I heard. The you dude, heard it? I heard it. Dude, these walls aren't very thick right there. And uh, Oh, my God. And, but, it was su- but it made me uncomfortable. Not because first I was listening to it because it woke me up, and then I was listening to it because I was like, "Oh, this is she's getting it good." Right. And then when I heard how much pleasure, I was like, "I got when I get home, I got to, I got to bring the business because I ha- I haven't heard that in a while." Nigga, let me tell you something. When you hear somebody else fucking and you not fucking, you want to fuck. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? Everybody got graham crackers in a cot, but me. But I want I want those sounds. I, I don't I don't think that I've been delivering as well as I'm supposed. When I heard that, I was like, "Oh, that sounded nice." Dog, I'm telling you, and I know that people think because we comics, and this podcast is meant to make you laugh and entertain you, we are putting extras on it sometimes. When I say to you, I'm not exaggerating. If that nigga fucked her for five more minutes, I was gonna call the police. <laughs> For two reasons. One, because I'm jealous and it's got to stop. And two, because I think he's hurting her. <laughs> that was not my experience. That, that, I'm telling you, this nigga was plowing this bitch to the point where I just, I, I, I went, his, his dick's got to be, 
massive. It's it's got to be. Do you think that was its name too? That's a cool name for a dick, son. <laughs> and you know whose dick would be called massive? Leroy Furious. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man, I just never heard a one. And listen, I've had moments. Let me ask you this. You ever made a girl cry during sex? Yes. She orgasmed so good she cried. I just remember her going... There was some anger afterwards. She goes, do you think? Anger? Do you, do you, do you? Yeah. She goes, she looked at me. She goes. Wait, that sounds like the beginning yeah. of a rape charge. No, she, she had tears coming out of her eyes. And then she goes, do, 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 you, do you feel better about yourself? Because you made me cry. She said that to yeah. you? Yeah. Nigga, my balls would have got erect. <laughs> <laughs> it made me uncomfortable the way she said Dude, it. I'm telling you, uh, uh, my, ex, my ex-wife, nigga. Twice I smashed, and I mean, she tear, and plus the she was a squirter, so the bed was just we had to put a towel. I I, thought, I felt like King Kong, nigga. I felt like an animal, um, but still, it didn't top that noise. <laughs> see, I don't. See, this is probably why me and you differ so much when it comes to this. I never feel good about myself. Oh my God, afterwards. nigga, there is Braveheart is happening in my ass right now. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Long Shanks and his soldiers <laughs> are fighting. One cheek is Long Shanks and the English soldiers, and the other cheek is William Wallace and his men. And my cheeks are slamming into each other right now, nigga, at a dangerous pace. Don't take the drug because I need you to keep your wits about you. Ooh. I do not need you to shit in that chair. My God, nigga. <laughs> I'm hearing you talk. And my stomach is like, nigga, we are getting through this bitch. Remember the scene in Titanic when they tried to lock the poorer people uh, yeah, down at the bottom, bottom yeah. and they finally broke the bench and they tore through the gate? Nigga. Are you, where are you in this stage? Is the bench still connected? It's still connected. It's still connected. Because <laughs> he ain't taking his shit in here. You better be Dude. You're running up two floors. I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, <laughs> we have lines that we have not crossed, and that's nigga, one of them. I have to. I, I'll be back. I have to. Oh, my God. No, it's serious, dude. Guys, I just want to give you a little uh, informational update here. Uh, so here's what happened. Uh, Aries, <laughs> as you heard just as I was disconnecting, jumped up, uh, tried to run out of here, but with the headphones still on. <laughs> Almost knocked down everything, and uh, I thought he was going to use my bathroom because it seemed serious, and uh, ran out of my front door <laughs> of the hotel room and out. I don't know if he took the elevator or if he was going to run up the stairs because it's right in front of me. I'm sure he went to the elevator. Um, I will update you when he gets back, though. Uh, I don't know if this is going to work out. We're going to see what happens. Um, but I'll let you know what's going on. I did check the chair. Everything seems to be okay <laughs> as of right now. Uh, I'll update you when he gets back. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's been uh, 10 minutes uh, since Aries left. There was a brief knock on my door, and look who's back. It's Aries Spears. Oh. Dude, I'm not even trying to be funny right now. 
when I left here, <laughs> these elevators are so fucking slow. I, I want y'all to visualize this as though you are the movie camera. So don't just follow me on this. Okay, so I'm running out of Andy's room. The camera shows me running down the hallway. Cut to I'm at the elevator. I'm frantically pushing the button. (laughs) (laughs) The elevator is so fucking slow. And everything seems slower when there's a sense of urgency. Is there any beads of sweat coming out yet? Not so much beads of sweat, but my hands, I'm jittery. (laughs) Because here's what I'm contemplating. Cut to from the elevator. You don't see me anymore. You just see what the camera sees. You see me go into the hallway and I'm looking at the exit sign because I'm contemplating one of two things. <laughs> Running to my room through the stairwell because I'm only two floors up or taking a shit in the stairwell <laughs> because there's no cameras in there. <laughs> because I'm going, dude, I'm not going to make it. So finally the elevator opens. The maid is in there with the fucking big tube of towels not the cart but like a like where they house all the towels like a rolling big thing and she's the small four foot little lady behind me i didn't fart so there was nothing to smell (laughs) but i could tell dude from i could see her out my peripheral the way she was looking at me she knew i had the shit Even though there was no signal, no fart, no communication, I could just feel her looking at me like something's wrong. The door opens up. I get to my bathroom. Man. Uh, the scene for Dumber Dumber? No. The, the scene from Braveheart when the fight is over. And it's just dead bodies and stumps laying on the fucking ground. Uh, just, oh, it was that pizza, dude. I'm feeling fine. I don't know, man. That pizza, man. <laughs> I didn't have any of the sausage, though. I only had pepperoni. That might have been it, because I had a sausage slice. Yeah, I only had pepperoni. Um, what was really funny, um, and when you listen to this, you'll know, I, I, when you walked out of the room, I came on, and I let them know that you had to run out of here. And I said, I don't know if you took the stairs, because there's also stairs right here. Yes. Right across yes. from my door. I thought you might have run up those stairs. I should have. <laughs> I should have. I didn't know you'd wait for the elevator. Son, I didn't think it was that long. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man. And anybody that's ever, you know, why we push the same button more than once, as though that speeds it up. Like it's letting the, whatever's in the elevator know. Right. There's some, there's, there's some shit happening here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's that pizza, nigga. I'm telling I'm you. I'm not eating the sausage. Because I'm telling you right now, I don't have to. But they're grabbing their swords. It's a second fight is coming. <laughs> a second fight is coming. All right. Uh, <sighs> dude, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, I also told him I checked the chair before you. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. I, Andy, I, I, I kid you not. When you told me that story, I think it was you that told me that story that one time somebody soiled on themselves or they opened the door and a girl was shitting in a trash can. Oh, Didn't you tell me that story? I don't know. I have a lot of shit stories, though. Okay, because so, I know you told me that. Um Listen, I've pissed myself before. Not fully, but I couldn't get to the bathroom fast enough. And a little bit of... When I pulled my dick out, it was already in motion. <laughs> but I've never... <laughs> I've never shit myself 
Dude, I seriously went, I'm a shit in these stairs. <laughs> because, man. Dude, oh. next, time, next time we're in Phoenix, uh, get my son. This is almost, I mean, it's so embarrassing to say on this podcast, but he'll give you like four. I think there's four or five stories where I shit myself. Uh, and they're not like where you full out crap your pants. One time I was on this medication right. and it said, careful, loose stool. And I'm driving and I, le- I-, I raised that one to cheek fart. to fart. <laughs> <laughs> and my son, I was just like, I was so mad. And he's like, why are you all mad, dad? I'm like, dude, I fucking shit. And dude, when you shit yourself in your pants, it, <laughs> it doesn't make a noise. Like <laughs> it's more like a. Yeah, it's loose. Ugh, all right. Uh, yeah. Enjoy your ding dongs, everybody. <laughs> no, we should have him on here, and he can tell you because he has. We he he's like recorded all these stories because he thinks it's right. the funniest stories. I guess it is kind of funny when you're dead. It's funny when anybody does it, <laughs> especially not you. I, I have a record going though. All right, let me uh, get to. I'm gonna do a serious one that's not about you. That'd be uh, nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. This is from Miles Beecham. I hope you read this on the show as you play a huge role in starting my podcast at Play Play Myself Show. I'm a 38-year-old veteran planning my transition while still serving. I, life coach, and I've started my podcast to help me with it. I, life coach, and you about to teach niggas shit. He's going to teach him the word am. Okay. <laughs> I watched the 5150 show, and Aries was the funniest I've ever seen him. For the light-skinned brother to be a comedian and not know, to hand- how to- not know how to handle himself in the arena was corny. I felt like Corey was testing his resilience. With that said, some people are not ready for gladiator school. Clearly, my ass cheeks weren't. Um, the best draw... <laughs> and I mean, you got that. Did you just now get that? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Uh, the best draw... Of your podcast is authenticity. You and Andy work thoughts out, get in your feelings, and at the end of the day, your ideals serve as perspective. Most of the time, you guys are both right, and at the very least, the resolve is in the understanding. While on the 5150 show, Corey gave you an insight that should not get overlooked. Pay attention, my nigga. Do you. The man in the mirror is the only person stopping you from achieving. Every time I hear you complain, I'm like, this nigga's scared of facing his passion. There's a reason you started at 14 and Andy at 100. You're a boss. <laughs> <laughs> You're a boss and bosses build, especially in this era, this era. I believe that success leaves clues and the fact you put your foot in your mouth every single interview longer than 20 minutes should mean something to you. When it comes to being the politically correct celebrity, you're not that man, and that's your gift. You're authentic, and when you look at some of the greats, especially those you admire, Richard, Dave, and so on, it's the same shit. Do you remember when Pryor was given the compliment of being as funny as Charlie Chaplin? He did some airy shit and said, fuck Charlie Chaplin. That motherfucker don't even talk. Everything you complain about is something you should focus on changing. Focus on adding the significance to the culture of comedy, and shit will change. The money knows your value, and it hints to why you are working. You guys think you uh, hints to why you guys are working, and guys you think are funny cannot book gigs. A pimp will tell you you on the right train, but the wrong track. A pimp also abuses women. So, uh, but no, I'm joking, brother. I hear your shit. Um, See, that's part. Of, that, that's 
that's part of his uh, business right there. The life coach. Yeah, the life coach thing, the the the, the train track thing. That's that's good. Right. Want to stay in college because you lo- you like hoes and free food, and at the same time bitch about the school rules. Take it how you want, but if you open the comedy spot or self-branded by taking more of a hand up instead of a handout approach. I never thought of you taking Yeah, that's kind of inaccurate. Millions of people would fuck with you uh, because you're you. I could see it now. Aries Boom Boom Room. All the servers would have a fat ass and the sports games would be on and all the best food. If you take anything out of this email, I want you to know many people watch you and you serve as a blueprint. Put your big boy pants on big nigga nobody cares uh nobody cares with your fans and fuck with you because you points out you put you put points on the board at this stage of your life if you want another ring add to the arsenal call hakeem over to work on that fadeaway you still want to dunk all the time that's called a that's a call back to kobe all love you got one of the best podcasts out thank you brother i think you Accurate and inaccurate, because um, it seems like, in a sense, you. I hear what you're saying, but you're also contradicting yourself. You're telling me about how I put my foot in my mouth 20 minutes into an interview, which I should learn from that. But at the same time, you're telling me be me, and if I'm gonna be me and be authentic, like a Pryor or a Carlin, a bunch of people will fuck with me. So which one is it, life coach? You don't think that maybe he means you don't need to say that stuff that. To- you just need to be authentic stuff and 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 not talk about what you're not getting because it's going to come to you if you just leave that. Well, alone. no, that talk about what I'm not getting is is very specific. He's talking from what I gather. He's like, yo, you do these interviews where you put your foot in your mouth 20 minutes in, but at the same time you're telling me don't change nothing. Be me. So if part of me, and it's not like I'm intentionally trying to put my foot in my mouth, but if part of me. Part of being me, as, it, as, he, as he said, is authenticity. Then how do you do that? Well, okay. And I'll, I won't have this right. And, this, and, and, and I'm just going gonna, gonna to ask some questions because I feel it's better. I feel like I get a better understanding when I ask these questions. Uh, to, be the, uh, to be authentic, to be uh, – what, what, what's, what's the, the black – I'm sorry, the, seriously, the black way of saying be authentic. Real. Yeah, to be real. To be to, – yeah. yeah. We, as we age, though, our authentic self, our real self, does change. I think you become more authentic as you get older. You do, but you also realize different things. Like, and, and I'm not trying to bring up anything negative, but let, let, let's just do this one because we've talked about this since I feel it's it's fairly open to say on the podcast. What you said about Keelan, Keelan Peel, you always say, if you had that to do over again, you would. Because it won't change your authenticness, but it would change the way that you present things. Yes. I think that's kind of what he's talking about. It's how you, you, you could present you could be your authentic self, but the way you present things could be stronger if you presented it in in, in, in a or better chosen or something chosen. Yeah, better. Right. Yeah, I think that I, I think that's what he's trying to get to. I don't know for sure because I, I don't know his intent, but I, I'm looking if I'm looking at it from a positive way of coming at you. That, right. That's what I, that's that's what I took it as. Right. What do you think about it that way? I would agree with that. Okay. Uh, that's what made that skit so genius that Dave did when keeping it real goes wrong. Right. Because um, not to say you can't keep it real, but there's a timing for everything and a place. Yeah. Um, and maybe sometimes it ain't the time and it ain't the place. Or sometimes it's better to just judge fuck up. But, again, on your side, on how 
not your side. That's not the right way to say that. On the other side of this idea of uh, of growing and understanding, right, and, and maybe presenting things in a different way. The person who leads, though, the first person through the door mm-hmm. is usually. I mean, if there's some waiting for you with the gun, that's the person who's going to get shot first. Is the first person through the door, right? And any time uh, you're keeping it real, right, and you're leading, uh, you're leading through something. Sometimes you don't have that ability, though, to present it a certain way because you're the first through the door. I'm not saying everything you're doing is the first through the door, but some of the things you're saying, I think, are, the, are, are original. Mm-hmm. And as you do, when you throw original thoughts, that makes people uncomfortable. It makes... Not, well, you, you, you sent me that great Johnny Cash quote recently. Yeah. I wish I had it or knew it right now I, about I, people I, that speak the truth or hate it and yeah. something else or something else and I, something else yeah. or something else. That's called paraphrasing, by the way. Yeah, really, really paraphrasing. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, uh, I, I hear what he's saying, but it felt to me like a little bit of a of a contradiction. Um, I think though, everybody that writes to you and it writes in a similar way sees your uh, greatness and wants it to come to fruition. You got hard, kid, but you fight like a goddamn ape. Where with me, they just saw a 100-year-old man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> um, dude, I, I got to say, man, I, I, and I, I know it's going to bring a dance in his eye. Um, Cush soul, man. This has to be the most dedicated motherfucker on the planet because he constantly says, hits me numerous times, read my email, read my email. Coast, we're going to get you, baby. Relax. But the nigga is so supportive, man. He's a good dude. And I mean, like, every, he'll add shit to the stories, his stories, give it to me. So I, I, I can't, it's like the child, it's like one of your children who you're not, you love them, but you want to just choke them a little bit. But they always <laughs> bring you your slippers and crack open your beer. So you can't, you know. <sighs> He's a good dude, dude. Yes, he is. Uh, culture, soul. Cushol. Uh, Cushol. Okay, Cush. Cush. Okay. Nigga, I'm not going to be. Okay. I wanted, I wanted to get your honest and raw thoughts about the following three actors and where they fall for you both in terms of their performances. Do you feel they are underappreciated? One, Shy LaBeouf. I don't think he's underappreciated. I just think he's nuts. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, he like, does some interest. He can do some, some interesting, interesting work. work. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's not true. But uh, you also have to ask, would you, miss, would you miss that actor? If I could see more of him, but I don't think you see as much of him because he's too busy being nuts. If you could lose the nut shit and work and give us a body of work to where you can be missed. How can we miss you if you damn near gone already? That, that's a big problem. But as you know from working in this business, some of the people that are the most that are out there, that's what also causes their greatness. Like I said, a genius is forgiven. Yeah. I don't know if he's a genius, but he's good. Well, and it also depends how many geniuses are out there. Right. If there's enough to pull from. I don't have to call you. I got another genius over here who I actually enjoy working with. There you go. Uh, Mel Gibson. I think Mel Gibson is one of those underrated dudes because of some of the 
choices that he's made. But when he makes choices like Braveheart, <sighs> you liar! <sighs> you fucking liar! <laughs> I don't know Dude, if that was a got, choice he made. You gotta listen to people, please. If you really want to just have a good time, you gotta listen to the commentary from uh, Patrice, Jim Norton on Opie and Anthony and the Mel Gibson tapes. Just YouTube Opie and Anthony, Mel Gibson tapes. And Patrice and Jim Norton and, the, and Anthony and Opie, Opie and Anthony go through all four tapes. I think it's the first three where it's comedy fucking gold. Does he does he say sweet tits? Was it sweet tits that he called her? I'm not sure. I, I it's that that's when he's talking to the uh, police officer that arrested. No, that yeah, that's the police officer. Yeah. This is strictly his girlfriend. Oh, this is just the girlfriend. Him ending tape. him going on that rage. You you went to the jacuzzi, but you said you were gonna blow me first. You blow me before the jacuzzi. You know what? There was only thing missing from them tapes was the Lethal Weapon music. If they had had the guitar riff in there at that right moment, you fucking bitch. You were supposed to blow me before the jacuzzi. I deserve to get blown. Dude, <laughs> that takes away from, well, that would be the same as does it take away from his body of work. Listen, this is probably another mistake I'm going to make, like I made in assessing Michael Douglas. When I think Mel Gibson, what comes to mind are the Lethal Weapon Weapons. movies. Yeah. I'm going, what else did he do that would, you know, oh, fuck me. I, and I can't find it anywhere to download Ransom. Ransom is good. He, you didn't like Ran- Ransom was great. Dude, I just... It, Give it, me back my son. There, there's just all this little contrived pieces in some of these movies. The movie... Uh, someone sent us in this, and I forgot the name of the movie, uh, but it was the movie, uh, the conspiracy movie. That he did with uh, Julia Roberts. That was, was that actually what, a good movie. Where he played the dude who, who was, was... They thought he was crazy, and then you right. find out at the end, you kind of get the idea that maybe he's not crazy. Listen, I... He when I when I think of my list of top ten, he's not in it. He's close. I'm not saying that he's even in. He's my an top honorable 10. mention. I think he's a solid actor. I think that he gets because of certain things that have happened to him in his career as right. well. I think he gets overlooked on some things. But if I, I I don't put him in my top ten either. But he's a solid actor. Like if if I was making a movie and they gave me a list and he was on the list, I would seriously consider that that him as uh, on, on my project. I know he directed it and produced it. Did you see Passion of the Christ? I did see Passion What'd of the Christ. What do you think? It, it, I didn't see it. It, it. It's worth... I think it's something that should be watched. I, uh, it, this was a big controversy. Uh, some people felt it was, it was anti... I don't even know... Anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish. Uh, I, I didn't see it that way. Uh, I saw it as a movie... That, it's very interesting because he, he spent his own money on this. Is it loud? No, it's the heat, nigga. Is heat coming out of it? I'll change it. Um, <laughs> it's the air conditioning vent. Uh, but it was, a, it was a strong movie, and he made the movie with his own money, and he made it in, a, in, a, in basically a dead language. And to, to do something like that is, is a big undertaking. And I know that he has a background that his dad is, 
was was his dad American and then moved to Australia? I don't know. And he and he had racist ties and how oh, that explains that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but listen here. This is this is where it gets very difficult when you talk about the arts, right? If we went back and said we need to, you know, just if they if they weren't a good person. We need to remove them from the arts, the museums, the galleries. We wouldn't have anything left. Yeah. Because most of these people, as humans... Are nuts. They're nuts. They're not good people. They, they worked for not good people because they were funded by not good... The arts is a very... Um, the arts throughout history is very precarious on how you acquire money or how you, uh, uh, you acquire work. It's a very, uh, it's very interesting, and if you if you try to define, if you try to define art by the human that made it, I think we would have a lot less art that we would we would look at. But it's valuable to us. Um, listen, you know, Porsche uh, made the Volkswagen for Hitler because Hitler knew that they were going to go into a war, and he wanted a, a vehicle that used uh, less uh, gasoline. So that it would be better for uh, the German people as they were going through this. Is anybody not buying a Porsche because they uh, because of the history, or because they can't afford it, or because they don't like that style of car? Listen, if the product is good, whatever. Because they say if you knew what was in a hot dog, you wouldn't need it. You know, it's it's yeah. You know, you 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 want to you you would like to you would like eating steak, but you don't want to watch it get butchered. This is who. This is part of it. I mean, I, I, I'm not taking anything away from him. I wouldn't take away anything from that Cosby did uh, because of his uh, his his, his uh, placing pills. Um, I don't. I don't. The, I have to. You have to separate the art from the person. You have to. Yeah. I, I don't know how you. I, I don't know how you can't uh, because if you don't, I don't think that we're left with very much. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Dude, he's an interesting. Again, to me, not enough, not enough. Interesting, yet. but no, no, I don't put him in my top list either. But I, I, is he asking if they're top actors, or are you asking if uh, they're if they do, do you feel they're underappreciated? No, I don't think any. I, I, I don't think any of them are underappreciated. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, I think they have their space, and they. I love Jake Gyllenhaal in that movie Prisoners. I don't. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that's a great fucking movie. Somebody actually wrote me an email and mentioned that movie. The only thing that. Made that that pissed me off with that movie is that ending. I did not like that ending. Why didn't you? With Hugh Jackman being stuck in the hole, and Jake Gyllenhaal drives by the place at night to give it one last look over, and you hear the the whistle as Hugh is trying to signal, but they never show Jake found him. They just cut to black. I didn't like that. Why not? I wanted that. Fuck! I wanted them to find you. Don't leave me guessing whether or not he dies in the fucking hole. After all that man went through, his daughter, that headache, that craziness. Yeah, man, fuck that. Um, Lastly, Aries, you did a video way back on your page. The I Am Legend voice over that plays in the it plays in the movie. Can you do that for the upcoming vaccine in an Arnold accent that that we can all expect sometime soon? It's been a while. How do you think your boy Riddick Bo is feeling after the Nate knockout? I don't know how Riddick is feeling. Uh, love and peace, Patinus. Um, 
dude, you got some weird comedy ideas. Uh, Can you do it while using a hula hoop? And uh... <laughs> right, <laughs> what? the I am Le- first of all when I did the I am legend that was because uh, I was going to Utah and I knew there were no black people in Utah. So when I did that, hi, I'm Dr. Robert Nebel. If there are any black people in Utah, you know that you're not alone. So within context, that made sense. I don't know how the I am legend voice voiceover and an Arnold Schwarzenegger accent about the vaccine. I don't get where that I don't I don't get the piecing of that. What do you, what do you think about the vaccine though? I it came on our podcast that we were working on. You said you are going to take it? Absolutely. Okay. Fuck yeah. But okay. But what do you think about people who keep bringing up the Tuskegee? The Tuskegee, I can't say it right. Tuskegee, I can't you say. Sound it. Like you, just I like try a like I'm wearing slutty Yeezys. woman. You Tuskegee, Tuskegee, uh, Tuskegee. Uh, I love the fact that I got to correct your white ass. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> I, I, dude. You know I don't speak well. Uh, but what do you think about about that? Like, that's the question. The vaccines for black people have not always been. Uh, Risque. Well, here, here, here was the part of the problem too. That, and I haven't heard anybody say this, but when they used to do tests on whether the vaccine was appropriate, they would do it on white people, right. and they never checked to see if it, how it was going to affect black people. Right. Like this one, they we don't care about the brother. well, and, and some of the some some of them do affect black people in a different way, right. and like they just like I said to you on an earlier podcast, they found out that this is uh, if you take the two doses, it's supposed to be one hundred percent effective on uh, the coronavirus right. for black for black people, as opposed to ninety five for uh, white folks and ninety four for I think anyone over fifty seven. Mm-hmm. So they at least did numbers. Um, it's, it's a it's a it's it's a trap for by the man. To kill old people and black people. Be careful, elderly and niggardly. They try to get rid of us. This is the hypocrisy of the white devil and the civilizations to humanity. Be strong, brother. The revolution will not be televised. So do you think that it's at this point, do you you feel like uh, you trust the uh, American System, the, the the medical system, that they're not that that, that isn't uh, that that wouldn't happen again, or not with the least corona. I don't put nothing past the United States of America and its ability to be savagery. Um, but that being said, I don't want COVID, and again, with me having conditions, I certainly don't want COVID. So if there's something out there that can protect me, what I'm supposed to do? Okay, this is what I think you should do. This is how I think, uh, and black folks can like my idea here or not. Get a get a white friend if you're black, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, a, a corona friend where you go and you get your corona shots together. Right. And you go into the room, and they have the, the, the shot for your white friend, and then they have the shot for, for you as a black dude, right? And you go, uh, I appreciate that. Switch that shit. I want... I want that. I want that. Use the white dude as the test monkey. Well, no, just yet. Yeah, when they when they pull out the syringe to give it to him, right? Go, no, no. I want that syringe. Oh. And then you slide your syringe over to the old syringe switch, switcheroo. Switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 
and then and then you say and then you and then you say to your wife and if, if you feel that this is like we're we're working to a to a, a, a racial uh, equity in this country, you should have no problem taking that needle. That was meant for me. Okay, so I'll see you at the clinic, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I, I think me and you could do that. All right, I had no problem with it. All right, except I'm I'm a little skeptical of the the vaccine only because we don't have long term <clears throat> effects. But we're old enough; they say it's thirty years, right? So you're forty five. So you'll be seventy five. You already know that you, you said seventy five is old. Yeah, so. yeah. But my kids, like my kids, I would be a little worried. Any anyone? They said anyone under twenty in their under twenty. Right. That that's that's the that's where they don't have enough. Uh, right. Information for okay. okay. Anyway, sorry to turn this whole thing into that, but I thought that was worth. That was kind of fun. Yeah, I told you. I see you at the clinic. Okay. Uh, Shamor Emery, my sherry more sweeter than a summer day. All right. Hi guys, and Farrah, of course. Oh, look at that, Farrah. She's reaching out to you, baby. I smell a foursome. <laughs> All right. I would love to say I would never cheat. But if my boss looked like my crushes, Morris Chestnut, Denzel, Idris Elba, Aerie Spears, she didn't say Aerie Spears, Brad Pitt or George Clooney, look at you. You like a little bit of vanilla in your motherfucking mocha. Um, (laughs) I'm sure most women would get caught up in the moment and accept his advances. Sadly, that goes for me, too. It's not the answer most would admit, but it's the truth. Reading Fatal Attraction, oh, regarding Fatal Attraction, I think he messed up the moment he got under the umbrella. Adults will size up another person in a minute sexually. I think they both knew there was an attraction between the two of them from jump, so he should have said, no thanks, see you at the office tomorrow, and kept on walking. Also, a few pods ago, you sent out an SOS for me. I haven't missed an episode. I already know my spot in the ANA or S squared is a fish already solidified. I'm a unanimous first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes, you are, sugar toes. I haven't emailed much because I assumed as the pod grows and you have more listeners, you have more emails to read. I want to, I don't want to keep emailing if I don't have something interesting to discuss or and or ask. You see, girl, that's why we love you. If most women would learn when they shut the fuck up. Um... <laughs> Oh, besides, I imagine you don't like yappy bitches. She really wrote that, and I didn't know that was the next line. God damn it, this woman is fucking gold. That was a joke. Oh. Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) (laughs) It was a call back to the email from a lady calling you chauvinistic a while ago. To the one who was all up in arms about you not emailing him, uh, back needs to calm down. If not, I will hold his mouth while Farah, Leroy, Keon, and all the other day ones beat him with a pillowcase full of soap. Yep, full metal jacket style. LOL. Let me see your war fights! Uh, regarding movies, I don't think Ethan Hawke gets enough credit. He was phenomenal as John Brown in the HBO series The Good Lord Bird. Leonardo DiCaprio, he doesn't get the credit for his versatility. They both went from teenage heartthrobs to amazing adult performers. I'm watching Gilbert Grape as I'm typing this, and DiCaprio deserved the Oscar. Also, you talked about Jennifer Aniston being sexy and horrible bosses. What do you consider your top sexiest scene 
by an actress. Not who's the sexiest actress overall, just a specific scene. I'm sure there are, I'm sure there are others. I'm not going to say this, but what just went through my mind it was so dark and so family guyish in terms of comedy. Uh, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Um, but right now, I can't think of anything that tops Selma Hayek poof, in dust till dawn. I couldn't take my eyes off her. Turning the page. I, when, when she turned into the vampire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, one line left. Keep up the great work, and as always, know that I'm listening. My I'm on. I totally agree with her when she said that the the relationship breakdown happened when he got underneath the elevator. I, I think it happened at the bar. When it, it did went, at the bar, but there was no, there, there was nothing that could have happened there because the wife was there. Right, and, right. But when he already felt that, right, what she's saying, when he felt that, then she knew there, he knew there was an attraction, right. And to get under that umbrella. Yeah. He knew he, yeah. was, he knew yeah. he was opening up the door. Yeah. He, at least cracking the window. Yes. Um what was it? What was it she said? Oh, oh. Uh Selma Hayek. That was the first time we, I, I think she was even ever introduced. Yo. The thing where the 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 drink was being poured down her leg, over her toe, and into dude's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Selma Hayek's a bad motherfucker. Um, I'm trying to think. I love Demi Moore and striptease. Um, that was good. This is going to sound odd. And I know a lot of dudes ain't going to feel me on this. And listen, part of why I like women of color is because big lips. And this woman's lips are thin as dental floss. But her take charge heroicness was a little sexy to me. Sigourney Weaver in Aliens. You like that? I just like, it was something sexy about her. I'm in charge. Move the fuck out the way. I got this. But I mean, you know, ass as flat as a, you know, pancake grill and lips as thin as dental floss. But there was something sexy in that swag. But you don't like, uh, Sure, 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 uh, Sharif, I can't. Oh, shit, are you about to, like, you drank a whole bottle Thor- of vodka. Theron, uh, what's your name? Theron. You, sometimes this shit is contagious, like a cough, nigga. Because <laughs> now I'm about to fuck up. Charlize Theron. Theron, yes. Wasn't she Atomic Blonde? Isn't she the one in Atomic Blonde? Yeah. You didn't think that had, like. But it was, the difference is, to me, Sigourney Weaver was believable. Because her physicality wasn't about beating up niggas that looked like The Rock. It was just about taking charge, being assertive, being sure, and anybody can point a gun. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and she displayed moments of vulnerability. Okay. Whereas with she was Atomic a, Blonde, I, she's you know, a killer. She's yeah, you're beating up 10 niggas with your fists. And she, I don't see it. But she got beat up too. So it wasn't like. Well, to be expected. Yeah. Um, I still say, and it's not the sexiest moment, but it's just this moment. I, I think I was just youthful enough mm-hmm. that, uh, but see, I'm going to forget it. In, in Trading Places. Jamie Lee Curtis. Just that little titty shot. <laughs> oh, dude, to, listen, uh, I saw a picture recently, even an older 
Jamie Lee Curtis, but it was the top she was wearing where it kind of looked like she had no bra so you could kind of get a little silhouette plus you could see it hanging in the shirt. She got a great r- rack, nigga. <laughs> that, She's got that, a great rack. That scene, because I wasn't expecting it. And then right. I, and, 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 as, and when you're younger and you hadn't seen a lot of titties, right. that was a great moment. Again, the 80s was my titty explosion. And, you know, she's in the running, but she wouldn't win the award. No, but I'm just but, saying I that mean, was... Because, you know, you got, like I said, you got Apollonia, Blake Minnetonka ahead of her. And you had, you know, uh, my girl from Last Dragon, Vanity. You know, so there's a couple, about four or five tits ahead of Jamie. But she's a nominee. So what you're saying is Prince... Put some good titties. Oh, shit. He knew how to pick titties. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> a man that wears heels knows breasts. <laughs> uh, Wendell Barris. This will be the last one, uh, and then it'll be part two of my Braveheart fight in the ass, and we'll end it there. Um, we got to do two of these. When we get done working tonight. We'll have to do one more. Come, we have yeah, to do yeah, one more. Yeah. So I'll just leave all my shit here, because if I try and pack it, I'm going to shit on your floor. <laughs> I, I can't have nothing slow me the fuck down. I, I think I'm going to watch your set tonight. And I'm taking the <laughs> stairs, nigga. I'm going to watch your set tonight at the club because there could be a moment where you just have to leave the stage. <laughs> Dude, Andy, I can't laugh right now. I, I, I what, time, what time is it? Uh, we're right there. We could, we could end it right Yeah, now. man. Yeah, because it's happening. It's It's happening. <laughs> It's happening. Has it ever has it ever happened to you on stage? No, 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 no. But it is happening. Uh, All bye. Right. All right, kids. Oh shit! Uh, the music. Um, uh, fuck. Andy, I'm gonna send you send it to you. What it is? Just read it, and and then I'll send it to Steve. Just read it. I'll send you. I'm gonna I'm gonna email you who we gonna play it. Just read it, cause this I can't do this. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, guys. Uh, again. Uh, Aries had to run out of the room. <laughs> he was supposed to text me back uh, some info uh, for our artist of the week. And uh, it was a little over 20 minutes, but I just got it. Uh, you don't have to know that, but uh, I think it's important to give you the context behind uh, this particular email. <laughs> um, it's been fun for me, man. Uh, let's see. Let me get that email for us all here. All right. So our uh, 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 our artist of the week is Tino GMM on YouTube. Uh, Tino GMM uh, is the uh, is the name that I have for him. Let me make sure that I got all this right. Uh, and he is also at Jiggy Tino, Jiggy dot Tino T I N O. Uh, on Instagram. Um, here's his song. Listen up. Enjoy. Yeah. Uh huh. Empire. Paving this shit, crying. Fuck it up. Dig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. 
that way. Yeah. I get the money the fast way. Whoa. I told a little nigga pick up the speed. You know that I'm moving in fast pace. Yeah. Run them over if he get in my pathway. Show no love, I was dealing with heartbreak. Before they take me, I'ma go out like Scarface. Living life in the fast lane, all gas, no brakes. They digging my style, she know that I'm jiggy. None of these niggas ain't fucking with me. I do my little dance on the bitch like I'm Diddy. Watch how I get it popping like yeah. They digging my style, she know that I'm jiggy. None of these niggas ain't fucking with me. I do my little dance on the bitch like I'm Diddy. Watch how I get it popping like Jiffy. Yeah, these niggas small like Bushwick. I tell them I'm not for the bullshit. No 40 on me, no, I keep me your full when I walk in the party. Fuck security, I bet they won't stop me. Back then, when the hoes really got me, they fuck with me now, they all on my dick. I'm the hottest hit the thermostat in this bitch. I'm a motherfucking road runner. If he get in my way, I'ma run him over. What's up with that shit you was talking? I pop it to dough like I work for Jehovah. They know I won't playin' when I drop overflow. Get the bag, then get some more. Then we celebrate like Mazel Tov. Keep the team close and they'll never fold. Facts. That way, yeah. I get the money the fast way. Whoa. I told a little nigga pick up the speed. You know that I'm moving in fast pace. Run them over if he get in my pathway. Show no love, I was dealing with heartbreak. Before they take me, I'ma go out like Scarface. Yeah. Living life in the fast lane, all gas, no brakes. They digging my style, she know that I'm jiggy. None of these niggas ain't fucking nah. with me. I do my little dance on the bitch like I'm Diddy. Yeah. Watch how I get it popping like this. They digging my style, she know that I'm jiggy. None of these niggas ain't fucking nah. with me. I do my little dance on the bitch like I'm Diddy. Yeah. Watch how I get it popping like this. Feel it, baby.